13. We look in the book of Deuteronomy, and there is, amen, God has set up a ritual. He set up a ritual or a ceremony for a person to become a doulos. All right? Now, what we did was we told you that in becoming a doulos, what it was indicative, you go back to the book of Exodus, there actually is another place in the book of Exodus, chapter 21. In the book of Exodus, what he does is uh, uh, he, he puts you in uh, remembrance of the night wherein the death angel came in and killed the firstborn of the Egyptians. He gave a provision. He said that in that provision, he said that if a person, uh, and you all correct me because y'all have been here, all right, uh, he was saying that in that ceremony, it was called the, the year of the Lord's release. Did you hear what I said? So, Satina, it is the year of the Lord's release, meaning that if there's anything, if there's anything that's keeping you back, I don't care if it's finances, I don't care if it's if it's worry, uh, if it's healing, it is the year of the Lord's release. It's not something that's set up by man. It's not something that you have to wait on. You got to hear what I'm saying. Do you all remember? Do you remember in the Bible when Jesus walked upon the man at the pool of Bethesda? And the man was laying there by the pool. Y'all got to get me real good now. The man was laying there by the pool. And what was his company around the pool? The Bible says that they were all kind of sick folk. Am I right? Laying around the pool. They were all kind of miserable folk. Laying around the pool. If you sit down and you talk with somebody, you got somebody that's depressed about something here, and you got somebody that's depressed about something there. If I walked over to this one, well, I'm having financial problems. If I walked over to this one, well, I need a healing for my body. I'm sick. They were all around the pool, and they were nudging shoulders with each other. And everyone had a story. Each had his story. I'm miserable about this, and I'm miserable about that. I can look behind me, and this morning I just didn't wake up feeling good. Everything is aching on my body. Y'all understand where I'm coming from? Uh-huh. Yeah. Come on. Come ain't on. nothing going right. The weather ain't right. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? All right. Complaining about everything until one day the Lord walked up. And he walked up on this man, and he fastened his eyes on this man. And he asked him, he says, what do you want me to do for you?
the sound. The Lord of the release. The one that when it was talking about the year of Jubilee, he was the year of Jubilee. He was the Lord's release. Yes. Y'all are hear what I'm saying. This today is your time. You don't have to wait for something to happen. Today is your season. Right now is your season. Hallelujah. He is the water that's in a dry place. You hear what I'm saying. He's the water when everything, when the well is dried up and wet, and the water still coming from the well. You understand what I'm saying? He's the one that when they call, amen, water from the rock, he was the water from the rock. Yes. He was the one when they were desiring meat to eat, amen, the quails came, amen, from the four corners of the earth to feed the children of God. He says that I am the man that fell down from heaven. You understand? That, that's who is in your midst right now. He says that I am, amen, to Lazarus, I am the resurrection and the life. Amen, Holly. I am the answer to your fires. I am the answer to your depression. I am the answer to your healing. I've showed up. And I've showed up out of seat. You gotta hear what I'm saying. It doesn't matter what season it is. It doesn't matter how many doors are closed. If I open the door, that door is open. If I shut the door, the door is he tells the children of God that I've given you the keys to the kingdom. And if you unlock a door, it's unlocked. And if you lock a door, it won't be open. You gotta understand. Hallelujah. Some people are waiting, they're waiting, they're waiting like the man around the pool of Bethesda waiting for a certain season. But then God said, There's no season. It's the moment you believe God. It is at the moment that you believe. Glory to God. Well, we've been talking, we've been talking again about the doulos And amen, amen, praise God. We talked about how, how in the Old Testament when the doulos servant decided that, amen, the doulos, or should I say the slave, the slave would have to work for six years, am I right? He worked for six years for that master. And amen, he worked for six years for the master. And the Lord said, in the year of the Lord's release, you are to turn that slave loose. Right. And you're not to turn him loose empty hand. You're to turn him to lose what? You, you, you fill him up, you give him things from your fear from the things that the Lord has blessed you with. Alright? But it also says, it says that if that slave, amen, brother Blue, if that slave says to that master, the master says, it's time for you to go free. I can work for me for six years, now I'm going to let you go. And that slave says, uh, uh, I ain't going nowhere. I'm not going because you, because I, I love you, and because you're so good to me. I ain't going nowhere. Come on now. That's what he says. And then it says, the Bible says that uh, uh, you were talking this morning, you was talking about covenants. And amen, you know, we talked we talked the other Sunday about how Israel was big in the amen ceremonies. Y'all remember, right? We talked about how Israel had a ceremony for this. They had a ceremony for that. As a matter of fact, when you go on into chapter 17, they're going to show that ceremony that God had made, amen, uh, uh, when he made the covenant with Abraham. He's going to take him through a whole elaborate ceremony. Amen. Well, in 
remember the day that you gave the, the, the preacher your hand. You hear what I said? Come on now. In order for you to remember the day that you stood before the congregation of God. All right. And said that, uh, 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 that I want to be a church member. And that I want to come in and whatever I find my hands to do, I'll do it. You understand what I'm saying? Amen. Praise God. Jacob, when Jacob saw when he was there in the wilderness and uh, uh, in the desert, and he looked up and he saw in a dream, he saw Jacob's ladder. He saw angels ascending and descending upon the earth. You know what Jacob said? Jacob took some pillars, he took some rocks, and he made a monument that he would not forget the place that God opened up the heavens to. We forget too many times when God does something for us. Amen. Amen. As a culture, as a culture, as a Western culture, we forget when God delivered our children. We forget when God heals our bodies. Amen. You understand? But, the, but in the Middle Eastern culture, amen, in the culture of the Bible, they would not forget. They would not forget. Most anything that God did for them, amen, they would set up a commemoration stone. They would set up an altar to be, so that they would remember. If they passed by that place, they'll remember what God did for them. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He said, amen, when Joshua was taking the children of Israel across, amen, across the, 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 the Jordan River, when he was taking them to go into the land of Canaan, the Bible says that he told them, he said, take 12 stones. He said, take 12 stones, one of them each for a tribe of Israel. It is to be a monument for you to remember so that when your children pass by this place, did you hear what I said? Yeah. That when you're long gone, when you've, been, when you've been buried and gone, amen, your children, when they pass by this place, they'll remember what God did for mama and what God did for daddy and what God did for grandmama and what God did for granddaddy and pass it on to their children. Hallelujah. It's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with your children standing up in the house of God. Amen. Clapping their hands and understanding what God has done. Yeah. No, come on. Do you yeah. understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Amen. It's a wonderful thing, amen, when, 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 when say, Pastor Fox can look and see his wife and children standing and clapping their hands and remembering that God brought us to this place and God brought us through this and God brought us through that. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So we have to remember, God did things for a purpose. So what he did was, he took that slave. He says, now, amen. Now, at your word, you said that you, I told you you can go free, but you said, I ain't going. He says, now, I want you to remember what you said. He says, now I want you to take that slave, and I want you to take a nail, and I want you to do what? I want you to drive it through that, amen, through that slave ear on the doorpost or on the of the door. Glory to God. Now, this is something that I didn't share with you other week. Y'all remember when I told you that we said that the, 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 the we said that the hands, the hands in the Bible, amen, are representative of your what? Of your deeds. And we said that the feet in the Bible are, is representative of what? Of your walk. And we said that in the Bible, your ear is representative of your obedience. And so God is saying, I want you, I'm going to put a scar on you, and I'm going to mark you, and I want you to remember oh, 
Hallelujah. I want you to remember, Deacon, that you said to me that you weren't going anywhere. You said to me that you won't follow me all the days of my life. I want you to remember that. You understand what I'm saying? See, when, when, when things get rough, when things get hard, I don't want you to forget it now. Because you know what? The one that when we're going through the process, you talked about the process this morning of how, amen, Tony Evans said, it seemed like the process was going to be a straight road. But when you begin to walk the process, it becomes crooked and waving to you. But I want you to know today that the Lord of the process is also the Lord of the results. Did you hear what I said? Yeah. Oh, y'all missed that. The Lord of the process if he's taking you through here and through there, he's also the Lord of the results. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. He's the author and what? The finisher of our faith. Amen. The devil ain't doing nothing that gets by God. All right. Glory. You hear what I said? He, if you belong to God, if you are a duplos, if you are a slave of God, if you are a bondservant of God, the devil hadn't done anything to you that God did not like. I don't like that. <laughs> you mean to tell me God let me go through this and God let me go through that? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah. Because you know what he said? For I know him. And I know her. Amen. When the, when the children of Israel were released from the land of bondage, the Lord had two things in his mind. He says, I can take them the straight way or I can take them the crooked way. This is about taking the straight way. They're probably going to get out there and have to go to the land of the Philistines, going to get out there and have to go to war, and they're going to get discouraged and turn back. Did you hear what I said? But God said that I got a test. I got some proving. I got some proving to do with them. See, I, I, I might have to prove Sister Lucas with, Sister, with, with, with Pastor Lucas over there. They may have to go through some financial things. Okay. I, I want to see where they're going with this thing. Are they going to believe me or? Amen. All right. You understand what I'm saying? Amen. Come on. Amen. This, 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 this is the doulos. Amen. This is the servant of God. Mm-hmm. Paul says that I am no longer a slave to sin, but I'm a slave to God. Oh. This is what he says. Let's go in your Bible. Let's go with your Bibles. Amen. The first one that I have is Corinthians 1, chapter 6, and verse 19. Corinthians 1. Or should I say 1 Corinthians chapter 6, amen, verse 19 and 20. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. When you get there, what you say, amen. Amen. Paul is saying here, I know I broke it up. I broke it up. I took it out of its context, but it's useful for the explanation. It says in verse 19, it says, Paul says, what? Know ye not that your body is the temple, is the living place? Your body is the dwelling place. Did you not know that Mr. Keisha was teaching this morning and we was talking about, amen, how much of that was ordained for the service of God? Melchizedek was set aside, amen, because, amen, he kept himself clean. 
declared himself ordained for the use of God. So that whenever God called, amen, he was able, amen, to come and make his offerings and sacrifices to God. He didn't get entangled. Yeah, come on. Ah, did y'all hear what I said? But Jezebel didn't get entangled with the world. He didn't get entangled with trying to find a woman, trying to find a job, trying to find a blessing. He was set aside for the use of God. Did you hear what I said? His sole purpose was to offer up sacrifices and praises unto God. The word of God says in Peter, amen, 2 Peter, I think it is, or the first Peter, which says that you are a You are a holy nation. He says that you are a peculiar generation. You are a holy nation. You, you, you priest unto the Lord. What did you say? You royal priest unto the Lord. That's what you're called for. For what? To offer up sacrifices and sacrifices of praise. Okay? That's what you set aside for. Now, we said that in that ceremony, amen, there was a mark that was put upon the slave. And that mark was to remind that slave that you belong to this master. Now, we told you also that there was blood on the door on the night of the firstborn being killed, right? Amen. Now, in entering into covenants with God when you gave God your hand, or gave the pastor your hand, God your heart. It's entering into covenants, Sister Tina. Amen. Blood was always involved. Amen. So there was the blood of the lamb upon the doorpost. And when you put the slave's ear, amen, on the doorpost and drove a nail through the blood, amen, was infused with blood. And so they entered into this covenant. Now, the doorframe, amen, was significant because I'm going from a regular slave into a doulos slave. All right, all right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Come on. Y'all are here, but I'm Come saying. on now. Come on. Yeah. I'm coming out of Egypt mm -hmm. and I'm walking into the promises of God. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Right. Yeah. But I'm still a slave. Mm -hmm. All right. You understand what I'm saying? Hallelujah. And it is so important, Sister Lena, amen, that my ears are inclined to what God is calling me to do. Yeah. That he put a mark upon my ear, that he put something of remembrance on my ear. Paul said that, amen, I am scarred, I, have, I bear the scars of Jesus Christ, whether we said, in my body. I'm reminded of what, amen, I'm reminded of what I did. I'm reminded of what God did for me. I'm reminded when I gave the pastor my hand and God my heart. Because every time I look in the mirror and I see the scar. And so it don't trouble me to get up on Sunday morning. You ain't really understanding what I'm saying. Because I'm, I'm a slave but I'm changed, right? It don't trouble me, amen, to come to Bible study. It didn't bother me, amen, to do the work of God, amen, in season and what? And out of season. Come on, yeah, come on. Paul is saying that I'm persecuted all day long, but I've been called to it. Yeah, come on. You understand yeah. what he's saying? He says, Paul said, I was shipwrecked, what? Five times. But the shipwreck don't bother me because what? I'm called to it. Yeah. Yeah. You see, persecutions don't bother me because I'm called to it. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. It, it don't bother me. I know who I am. Yeah, yeah. Paul 
for you to be the president of the United States. It's okay for you all to be presidents of the United States. Nothing wrong with that long that you leave on God. Wouldn't it be something if we have a president that what? Leaned on God.
And amen, the man said, he started to take the car and turn it around uh -huh. and go back to the house. Mm -hmm. He said, no, no, no. He said, I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. He said, devil, All right. if you're sitting up in here today, uh -huh. devil, yeah. if you're bad enough to come in and disrupt me and my wife, All right. devil, yeah. if you're taking peace from us, Devil, if you bad enough, I'm taking you to church today. I'm, I'm, I'm taking you to church. You can hang on, but I'm taking you to church. And I'm going to lay you out with four dollars. Hallelujah. You going to church today? He says, for ye, for ye, for every one of you, every one of you were bought with a price. This is what Paul is saying. Paul is saying, just like you were on, you know how they did in the, in the, in the old slavery days, the black folk, they put them on the slave block, and they began to auction them off. Paul said that, amen, there was an auction going on for you. going on for Deacon, for Deacon, amen, Deacon Johnson. Hallelujah. Oh, y'all got to help me right here. Amen. See, I got Deacon Johnson, amen, he's up for sale, Sister Johnson. I already died for. All right, all right, all right. I already paid for. 
building your body as instruments of sin or instruments of righteousness. The rest of Paul talks about building your body as instruments of sin versus instruments of so many people that do this but don't mean Paul says yes it is a sacrifice but the sacrifice is tell you something that's amazing about you stage and he would do his concerts strong 
writing in God, ministering the word of God, the song. Then all of a sudden, one of those crooks is going to pay. Things won't have that deep. And you can see, you can see it in his eyes. He got the way of the man to see. But the concert still were going on. seen him in a while. And they brought him out there. This time he was totally wrong. Sister Lena, you know what song the man sung? was so amazing about the sins of God that there is a determination in on the There's a don't give up on the inside. Paul said, I speak to you. He says, when you fight and you can't fight no more. He says, make your stand. He says, stand. Reset yourself again. Amen. Amen. You are amazing. There's a strength on the inside of you that the devil don't understand. I threw some stuff at I threw some stuff at some broke that she should have gave up. You understand what I'm saying? Some, some things that made a knees fall would somehow Thank you, Lord. like the palm tree when it said when the wind blows that palm trees amen every other trees are breaking because they try to be strong on their own strength Paul said that in my weakness I'm made strong amen. you hear what I'm saying he says, in my weakness, I'm made strong. When the wind is blowing, amen, and, and the lightning is flashing, that palm tree is bent down all the way to the ground. But when everything is over with, what? You can go to Florida. Am I right? You can go down to Florida, and you can see those palm trees, and you can tell exactly which direction the storm has been coming. Because you know what? Some of them are not standing quite straight yet. They would. So we know that the storm is coming. But they ain't going down. God ain't looking for you to be perfect. He just looked for you to see what he's doing. You do what God is. Father God, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you for your word. Father, you are so kind to us. 
was so dear to us. Yes, Lord. We thank you for being our Lord, our God, and our Savior. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, God. We thank you. We offer you thanks. Give me the praise and 